I left a guy at the altar. It's pretty selfish, but hey, that's me. That's me. I get to boss people around, which I just love to do. We both do that. Welcome to Pivot, a friend's podcast with Whitney and Brianna. Pivot, pivot. Now, when I was watching this one, I thought like, I think there were so many like good, funny parts, but I think my stand, one of my standout moments actually wasn't from one of the friends. It was George Clooney. (laughs) I, he has a line that cracks me up. I absolutely love it. And I can't wait to get to that part. Yeah. Save it so you can be extra excited when we get to it. Yes. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to say it now, but it is one of those things that's like, wow, I rewound that, rewind it. Like I was watching VHS. I backed it up and started, like, I listened to it. (laughs) Yeah, I did. (laughs) Anyways, I backed it up a couple of times and cracked up each time because I just thought it was so (laughs) funny. Had you forgotten about it or did you remember it when you were watching it? I think so. Or did you kind of forget about it a little bit? Well, I think I kind of, I'll explain more when we get to this part. But I think I kind of, yeah, I think I've kind of forgot about it or maybe I wasn't quite sure what he was saying before. But now that I, I don't know. I paid paid attention and I was cracking up. I thought it was hilarious. Are you drinking a truly over there? Yes. Do Still I sound sad about the, it? Like, <laughs> a little I'm bit. Like, wah, wah. Let's get to our episode. Sounds good. All righty, Rue. <laughs> Whenever we get to that episode, <laughs> Hector and I quote that one a lot. Oh my gosh. Just that? Or are there others in there? Uh, there might be others in there, but to that's, that's the only one that's coming to my mind right now. Because okay, we've been yeah. quoting it a lot. We must have started that like this past year. Like okay. we kind of like came across that episode again, you know, and then uh-huh. it's like, good gosh, I forgot how freaking funny that is. Yes. So, yeah. I'll say it. I'll say it. Whenever, whenever we uh, start talking about like it, things that you still like say now, I swear, like I used to quote friends all the time, like when yeah. I was younger and I haven't yeah. like lately, hardly at all, because I mean, it's just one well, of those things now. It's, it's not like on the air. You're not watching huh? it constantly like you did and right. you have other things that involve your attention that aren't just about you like your life isn't right. just about you anymore so there's less time for that exactly <laughs> but yeah it, but it's funny because now it's like um whenever I'm watching one of the episodes for this I'm like man I need to bring that line back Like I need, I need to put that into my everyday, like vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. So Hector and I have been saying, "All righty, Rue," but I say it mostly at work, and sometimes somebody will laugh like a lot, or they'll look over at me and like you're a big weirdo. <laughs> like they think it's funny. Like yeah, oh my gosh, like they. I, I, 
I hope they think I'm like this genius comedian, but I think they're just kind of like, what? Why did she so, come up with that? I know. Gosh, this chick is so funny. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> she says the best things. It's so funny. It's probably more like they go home to their significant other and they're like, so you know that weird chick at work I keep telling you about that says all these weird things? <laughs> yeah. You made the weirdest sound today after I, I said, can you complete this task? Because she was like, all righty, Rue. <laughs> she made the weirdest sound. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andy Bernard. He needs bring it, to be bring in a little episode. Andy Bernard in here. <laughs> Nard dog. Yeah, Hector says that one a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's so freaking funny, man. Okay, here's a little um, please do not hate us. Yes, this is pivot. We're going to officially start pivot. All right, pivot, Whitney. Oh, pivot, Brianna. We are going over <laughs> on episode 17, the mm -hmm. one with two parts. And this is the second part of that. Okay, I'll give you a quick little recap. Or Whitney, will you give us a quick little recap of um, the last episode? And so, which is how this cold open goes. It's, yeah, the, it's just a the recap. cold open is recapping what happened last week and last week. You know, you had um, uh, Ross starting to freak out about the fact that he um, is becoming a father. Um, and Rachel, um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Rachel, um, at the end of the episode, was finally taking down Christmas lights. And um, how the episode ended last week was uh, she's on the balcony taking off or taking down Christmas lights and uh, she falls and the lights got wrapped around her foot and she's like hanging upside down by Christmas lights. Um, so that was part of uh, last week. And I think the two that really kind of carry over into this episode were, um, oh, and then Joe, no, just kidding. Joey uh, was dating, had started dating Phoebe's twin sister, Ursula. Oh. We we found out that Phoebe is a twin. That was another storyline from last week that carries over into the second one or into this part two of the one with two parts. So, um, and actually, the episode this one is picking up where last week ended with you know Monica or Rachel hanging upside down by Christmas lights, and then Monica takes her to the ER to get her foot or ankle looked at. So anything you want to add? No, you did a great job, my friend. Oh, thank you. You hit it all. So jump in, um, you know, not going to go line by line, but do you want to do like the main storyline here since that's pretty much how it starts or Monica? Oh yeah. Monica and Rachel and the ER docs. Yeah. So like Whitney said, it leaves off on, you know, Rachel needs to have her foot looked at. So they go to the hospital after the cold open, the ladies are walking into the, the ER 
the the lady with registration or you know the doing the intake she's cracking me up this whole episode she doesn't give a shit i'm just gonna say it excuse my excuse my language she doesn't care so <laughs> she's like monica Excuse me, my friend hurt herself taking the Christmas lights down. And she goes, oh, my God, you have your Christmas lights up? <laughs> yeah. Either that or, oh, my gosh, you haven't taken down your Christmas lights? Like, what is, like, that was her shocking concern. And the way yes, she says it is so the funny. fact that her lights were still up. <laughs> yes. That was, I like that one. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. So, they're filling out the forms for the insurance, you know, hospital admit. And it turns out Miss Rachel Green doesn't have insurance. It's like, I like this moment whenever. Yeah. At Central Park. Monica's filling it out. And she's like, name, address, oh, yes. emergency contacts. And she goes, uh, you. She's like, oh, Monica's touched. Hug. And she's like, I love you. <laughs> but anyway, so then she goes, uh, insurance. And Rachel goes, <laughs> yes, check me or put me down for some of that. And she's like, <laughs> she's oh, like, yes, wait. definitely going to want that. Check that off. Like, you don't have insurance? She's like, no. Why? How much is this going to cost? x-rays alone can be a couple yeah. of hundred bucks oh probably more than now but oh yeah exactly i think she said like two three hundred dollars yeah she said a couple hundred dollars at least yeah well when my dog was being a wuss because he stepped on some type of different grass as a puppy and we thought something was terribly wrong maybe he got bit by a venomous <laughs> snake Turns out he's just being big, fat, baby puppy dog and acting like he couldn't walk. I thought something was wrong with the dog that we just got. I was like, oh, please, God, please don't let this dog die. The guinea pig died too early and we can't have this dog being lost. <laughs> and x-rays, they couldn't find anything wrong. And I started, uh, could he just be a big, fat baby? Like he stepped oh his toe. Gosh. And now he's pulling a Michael Scott, I grilled my foot type of thing. <laughs> and so and the vet, the vet said, you know, he also, she goes, we didn't see anything. We didn't find anything. Um, he, he could also just, you know, kind of be just being a puppy about it. I said, are you saying he could be a big fat baby about it? And you know, like something could have maybe hurt, but yeah. he is he was really playing hurt. it up. Yes. And she goes, Yeah, puppies can do oh that. Gosh. I was like, Oh, I had that feeling, but I didn't think it was possible. Thank you, doctor. I think that's exactly what's going on with this dog. <laughs> I mean, like he could he could not walk. He wasn't walking anymore. Oh man. So x-rays, ma'am. We could always do x-rays. Because we couldn't mm. find anything exteriorly, four hundred dollars. <gasps> oh, yeah, that was just like in January. Yeah. Oh man. Turns out nothing was wrong with him. The dog was healed the very next day. <laughs> he got over it. No problem since. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's I funny. I know, but he's so cute. I'm so glad he's not hurt. Oh yeah. 
He is a cutie. So Rachel doesn't have insurance either. And <laughs> she's like, you know, Monica's like, what? And But Rachel's like, all right, well, fine. Then let's, you know, let's go. Oh, before she says that, she's like, well, can I use yours? I could use yours. And Monica's like, That's no, 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 no. Yeah, off the bat, just Why like not? Libby said. Because that's insurance fraud. Yeah, she doesn't want to say it too loudly. She's like, that's insurance fraud. So Rachel's <laughs> like, okay, fine. Well, let's just go. They get up and they take a few steps to leave. And Rachel's like, ow, 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 ow. And Monica's like, okay, okay, fine. And then she sits, they sit down. Monica goes to get the forms, new forms, because she's already filled it out with Rachel's name. Well, Rachel's name doesn't carry insurance. So yes. she needs a new set of forms. And as Monica walks away, Rachel goes, uh, thank you. <laughs> and do you know, like the way she says it, she kind of looks at her dotingly, like, thank you. I'm like, uh, she's acting like she just asked her to go across the house to bring her water in bed or something. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is, this is something pretty sign. major. Yes, early signs of typical Rachel in Rachel, and Rachel doing her Rachel thing. Like she didn't care about anybody else. Who cares if Monica gets in trouble? She oh my like, gosh. I'm like, oh Rachel. Yes, that I know. Like, Thank you. Love you. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway. Rachel. Monica goes to get the new forms. The nurse at the desk says that she's stupid. Yes. Are you stupid? Yes, I am just that stupid. Uh-huh. Like, oh, she doesn't care about anybody's feelings. She's like, you're that stupid or you're stupid or that's so stupid. And Monica goes, yep, that's me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I feel bad for her. Yeah, so she just puts up with it. Give me new forms. I fill it out. She's like, oh, I put my friend's name because I was helping her fill it out. But, you know, I put my name instead of hers. <laughs> yeah. so I need some new forms. And the lady's like, you're that stupid. <laughs> She's like, yes, I am. Can I please have those forms? Well, they end up meeting some cute doctors. Yeah, they're in the, the well exam room or whatever and uh two doctors walk in and this is another um nbc oh. crossover wait <laughs> what the whole thing like our trivia question was uh, rachel asked monica to commit a type of fraud oh what fraud was it we just talked all about it insurance 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 fraud. insurance fraud Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how this one plays out. So let's move on to our second trivia question. Tell us, oh, Whitney. Was it who was who were the who were the guest stars, right? Yeah, the cute doctors were on what popular 90s TV medical show? Oh, yeah. Okay, this is a part of like NBC crossover stuff, like when they were doing that a lot. Uh now they have whole like shows with like, you know, Chicago Fire and Med and PD, but now like before it was just, you know, little crossovers here and there, but this one was George Clooney and Noah Wiley from ER. They're like 
big medical show. It ran for years and years. I think like 14 years, maybe. No, it's longer than that, right? I thought they were on Grey's Anatomy. You thought they were on Grey's? No. <laughs> no, ER. <laughs> oh, oh um, hello, hello. Dr. McDreamy was Grey's Anatomy. Yes, that was Patrick Dempsey. Uh, it's the song <laughs> of her hair that threw me off. I'm like, wait a second. Yes. It was <laughs> that's why you were looking at me so weird. I'm like, yes, what? I was like, wait a second. No, Brain I know. Fart. It's I was been like, a weird week. I am a huge Grey's Anatomy fan. <laughs> I've been watching it since episode one. So yes. That different show. Yeah, different show. Important show. That was another Michael Scott. Good show. Important show. <laughs> we quote that one yeah. out too. So that was um, they were they asked they're the cute doctors. Those are huge. There were all these popular medical shows back then, and those two were huge. ER and Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I don't even know if. ER was still on when Grace started. Really? They weren't on at the same time? I don't know. That's why I was, I was trying to find out. I was trying to yeah. Google here. To while, see you're doing, while you're doing that, the ladies meet the cute doctors. They walk into the room and they're like, oh, hello. And one of them's like, aren't you a little young to, or no, Rachel's like, aren't you too cute to be a doctor? And he's like, excuse me? She's like, young, young. Aren't you a little young? And so didn't they say they were doing their residency? So um, that's pretty much like they're doctors, but they're still under like some supervision and they're about to play the coop completely, but they're legit doctors, but they're baby doctors. Yeah. So that's why they look so young. Young. Yeah. Medical school completing that residency all that stuff takes a very very long time well i know on i know on er noah wiley's character actually he was a i think a resident and i believe george clooney's doctor was or character was not i thought he was i thought he was already like past all that but i could be wrong i mean it could be because no wiley has that such such a young looking young, face yeah and in this episode like yeah definitely he looks fresh out of med school yep you were so, right yeah everybody thought they were hot stuff back then um, oh yeah we all know george clooney that i mean that's really what launched him into stardom haven't really heard a whole oh lot. yeah yeah really haven't heard a whole lot about noah wiley but Oh, interesting. Okay, hold on. When did uh, Friends first premiered? In 1994, right? Yes. Were those shows already on? Um, okay, yes. They're aired because they September were guest stars. Yeah, September 19th, 1994 was their original air date. So the same year? Yeah, the same year. Wow. Well, and that show took off because everybody recognized them like they were popular. It was on for 15 seasons from 94 to 2009. Dang. Yeah. Uh, Grace has already passed that. They're on like season. I don't even know. I lost track. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the girls meet the doctors and they're like, so, you know, Monica, because they think Rachel's Monica and Monica's Rachel. The names are swapped so that Rachel can use Monica's insurance under Monica's name. So Rachel is pretending that her name is Monica. And so even the girls can't keep that straight. Um, We don't see a whole lot in this scene, just that they meet the doctors. Rachel thinks they are cute because she's the Mm -hmm. only one that says something about it. Um, And then that's it. Yeah, and then the the name confusion. It was kind of funny. Like yes. whenever, uh, whenever she said, uh, "Aren't you a little like cute to be a doctor?" And he goes, "Excuse me." He's like, "Young, I meant young." God, good, Rachel. And one kid yeah. goes, "Thank you." <laughs> yeah. And Rachel's yeah. like, "Oh yes." <laughs> they can't even keep it straight. I know. It's I'm like how how are they going to like. How are they going to continue to do this one? Yeah. Especially with Rachel hanging out in her Rachel land, doing her Rachel thing, (laughs) never paying attention. So we see the guys, they show up to Monica and Rachel's apartment. But before that, um, they're talking. It's like um, Rachel and Chandler and Monica. I want to say because Phoebe's also having a birthday party. Yeah. The birthday party happens before the date. Yes. Okay. So that's what ha- is going on. They're preparing for Phoebe's birthday and Monica's telling Rachel, you know, th- I think this is a bad idea. Like this is where we learn. They got dates, a double date with the doctors. Monica's getting nervous. She's like, you know, they work at the hospital. It's like returning to the scene of the crime. We're going to get in trouble. And yeah. <laughs> Rachel, and this is all in front of Chandler and Rachel's like, Monica, what these are cute doctors, cute doctors, doctors are cute. Something like that. She keeps going back and forth between the doctors are cute, cute doctors, and they're cute doctors. And what's the big deal? They're cute doctors. And so yeah. I love Chandler's response. All right. So what did we learn today? Yes. <laughs> the doctors are cute. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I thought I thought that was a little funny. But Monica's saying, this is a bad idea. I say we blow them off. Yeah. Let's just ditch it. And Rachel's like, no way. And the guys come over. uh We see them at the date. And Rachel and Monica are in the kitchen talking, getting drinks. In the meantime, the guys are in the living room. And Whitney, do you want to tell us? I've been talking a lot. Yeah, no, I, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Rachel sends them into the living room so, uh, they can get comfy and the girls go into the kitchen and, you know, they were getting some drinks and, um, Rachel actually tells Monica that she doesn't think it'd be such a bad idea to go ahead and tell them who they really are. And Monica is like, no, we cannot do that. I mean, good well, I mean, her butt's kind of on the line. Yeah, she's the you one know. suffering the consequences. Yeah. The most. Um, well, they start kind of arguing. Uh, I think Monica tells Rachel that, you know, she could sometimes she could be such a baby. Like, you know, be, quit being such a baby or something like that. And then uh, Rachel says, tells Monica, you know what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> Monica keeps going, what? What? 
every day you get a little bit more like your mother. <laughs> and then she, did you notice? I think it's so funny. She's by this time she's done pouring the wine and the wine glasses. And then she hops off immediately, yes. hops away. Her hair all bounces. Like she just like hops off like a bunny into the living room. She's like, every day you're more, more like your mother like, and hops yeah. away before Monica can slap her or something. It's so funny how she hops away. I know because the so ankle, funny. it cracks me up. Oh yeah, my gosh. She's Turns out it was just a sprain. It was just a sprain. Yeah. Which is nothing, which means it's just going to hurt for a while. You're fine. Nothing's broken. Nothing's torn. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it'll, it'll going to heal and I'll be, it'll be fine. That really but, ticks off Monica. That oh, is what. Well, cause we already, at this point, we already, we already see like her relationship with her mother and it's not mm-hmm. the best. Like her mother's mm-hmm. very critical of her and Monica doesn't appreciate it. So I can't imagine, um, her, you know, Rachel telling her, oh, and then Rachel would know this. Rachel knows her relationship with her mother. Yeah. So just, you know, saying that she knows it's going to piss her off. And That's I mean, which said it. I know, but I'm sitting here thinking, um, Monica is create like, you know, committing, uh, insurance fraud for you, you yeah. know, don't bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> oh man. She sure did. <laughs> oh yeah, she did. As they're having that argument in the kitchen, well, oh my gosh, an argument. It was a discussion. Yes, discussion. The guys are in the living room, and <laughs> no pagan author uh, or altars yes. in the corner. <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell us. I can't remember everything that he says. He's like, okay, Noah Wiley's. I wrote it like, down. Okay, okay, yeah they they seem they seem normal, and George Clay says it's because they are. Okay, go ahead. If you wrote it down, say it. Well, it was just that one thing. And oh. it sounds like he says a whole lot, but it's only two things. Okay. Um, yeah, because no Wiley's like, is it it's either him or George Clooney? He's like, every time it's just that every time we go out with girls we meet at the hospital, you know, he yeah. pretty much indicates that they're crazy. And that's when George is like, just look around. No pagan altars, no bones hanging no. in the corner. I was like, oh, bones. I was like, oh, who are you dating? And it makes me wonder also, it's like, how often do they go out with women they meet at the hospital? <laughs> it's like, hey, my cousin met his work hitting way. on women. <laughs> I have a story like that. My cousin is a doctor in Mexico. And now this is all hearsay. I don't think he listens to our podcast, but. He's a doctor and he doesn't work at a hospital, but he works at a clinic. And some woman went in to get treated or seen for whatever. My cousin is the attending doctor. Uh And so he sees this lady, treats her, whatever. And the lady's like, oh, I have a daughter. You should meet my daughter or something like that. He doesn't know this lady. Okay, you might think, crazy lady, she's just talking, you know. All right, that's fine, because he's a young doctor. And I don't know the details, but from what I have been told, she came back to the clinic with her daughter. Oh, if I was her daughter, I'd be mortified. 
don't know. Apparently not. I don't know if she knew she was trying to be set up. I don't know if they made up some mm -hmm. fake whatever. Requested my cousin, but they are married now with three kids. Whoa. Yes. Yes, girl. Oh. Yes. Good job, crazy lady. Exactly. Except for now that crazy lady is your mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> now, no, this story sure could be completely different. The story yeah. could be completely different, but those are the only details I know. <laughs> that is crazy. No. Okay. So, well, I mean, I guess it would make sense, though, too. I mean, if they are... I mean, I watch Grey's Anatomy. I'm no doctor, but from the way they portray the, portray the doctors on TV, especially ones that are, you know, still going through, you know, residency and stuff, they are at the hospital a lot. They don't get out much. <laughs> they don't get out much. It's like, how are you going to, like, unless you met They're somebody in med school or at school or, or during you know, undergrad or, <laughs> or like a neighbor or something like, who else are you going to meet? People you meet at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. My sorority sister, Susie, um, she married a guy and he was going to medical school. And he, when he was doing his residency, they were already married. They had their own apartment. Uh -huh. um, you know, he's not in college anymore. He's doing his residency. She said he would come home and just like walk through the front door. And a lot of times would just, lay down, fall, lay down on the floor, not on the, didn't make it to the couch, forget his bed. Like he was just walking and lay down. Oh, like he was so exhausted. Okay. So then how they portray them in the hospital, like laying on like gurneys and stuff. It's sleeping anywhere off. Yeah. 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 And when somebody was like, Oh, he made it through. She's like, no, we made it through. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. You have to be very understanding of that. Yeah. Oh, bless her. Yeah. Back to Noah Wiley and George Clooney and the show. So Rachel just ticked off Monica. The guys are thinking they are safe, that they are not going out with a bunch of weirdos. Hmm. And let the games begin. Yeah, we'll see about that. Monica is so ticked that Rachel said, She's becoming more and more like her mother, Judy. Uh-huh. Well, I think it was George Clooney or one of them asks uh, Rachel, you know, Monica, I'm doing air quotes. You can't see that. <laughs> uh, like how, this is such a great place. Like how long have you lived here? And so Rachel answers as Monica and says, you know, like, oh, about six years. Um, and then, you know, Rachel moved in and points over to Monica and Rachel moved in, um, like, what'd you say? Like a few months ago few or months whatever. Ago. Yeah. And Monica, this is the first little real Monica. Yeah. <laughs> real Monica. Monica this is like the first like mudslinging. Oh thing. yeah. She, I wrote down that she kicks off the battle. Oh, she does. Like she, she lets it rip. She, she says, uh, did you write down what she said exactly? Okay, go yeah. for it. Because I mean, I, uh, I, I uh, have it in my head, but I want to make sure it was word for word. So go for yeah, it. Yeah, she said, um, this isn't exactly word for word, but it's pretty much spot on. Um, she goes, yeah, um, I was supposed to get married. I left the guy at the altar 
uh, yeah, I was pretty selfish, but hey, that's me. That's me. <laughs> and that's what I wrote down in quotes that she says, you know, yeah, it, I know it's, it was pretty selfish. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm supposed to get married, but I left the guy at the altar. It's pretty selfish, but hey, that's me. And she stares right at Rachel when she <laughs> says that. She's like staring, like, that's me. Yep. So then, shots fired. Well, then they asked, um, for letting me use your insurance. (laughs) Thank you. They ask, yeah, right. They ask, uh, Rachel, like Monica, like what she does for a living. (laughs) Rachel says that she's a chef at a restaurant uptown or downtown. I can't remember what she had said, but, uh, and then she says, um, yeah, or there's oh, that's 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 you know pretty that's great whatever, and she goes yeah it is great, mainly because I get to boss people around, which I just love to do. <laughs> <laughs> so she fired back, and it goes back and forth like that for a minute. They actually, I I don't even remember exactly what I'm was. Gonna write it all right. down. It was too, it was too much, but yeah, it's, yeah, it was like. Oh no! The next thing that Monica does, I do remember back this. and forth. Yeah, Monica starts laughing, and she goes, <laughs> and they all kind of look at her, and she goes, "I, I am so spoiled." Yeah, she's like fanning herself and <laughs> laughing and saying, "I'm so spoiled," and she goes, "That's it." <laughs> yeah, just like I don't know it. where, like that's that's all. If that was the tweet, saying. it would be, "Oh, that's the tweet." <laughs> and then and then Rachel's like. Did I mention that back in high school, I was a cow? Cow. She just like motions like that. She was really big and large Mm. and morbidly obese. And then um, some Monica had to have said something else because Rachel says, I use my breasts to get people's attention. Uh And And Monica goes, we both do that. Yes. So there was another okay. one in there and they're just going like rapid fire back and forth. And yeah, the guys are just looking like their eyes are just bouncing from I was girl to say, girls. One of my like, funniest what? moments. This was what I was going to say. My funniest moment. Cause it was during this back and forth. George Clooney to me had the standout line <laughs> of the episode. Like it makes me laugh. Like I said, I backed it up a couple of times and watched it and just cracked up. But, uh, Somebody told the the guys like I think Monica or Rachel like said you know try try the hummus and so they're like oh yeah you know whatever (laughs) what Wiley says this hummus is great (laughs) George Clooney with like a mouthful of food and just kind of staring over at Rachel goes God bless the chickpea. I don't know why I found that so funny, but it's just like, maybe the way he said it, he's just kind of staring over as they're doing this back and forth. It's like, God bless the chickpea. We're going to have to bring that one back. I know. It's we do terrific. a lot of hummus here and it, like we get the hummus out tomorrow. I'm going to tell Ben, God bless the chickpea. <laughs> I noticed that line too. I don't think I've ever really noticed it or paid well, attention this because, to it. I mean, honestly, I didn't ever, I don't think I ever knew what he was saying, what he said. What, understood because what he said. 
I never, I was like. Chickpea, you, you lose me at chickpea. Like, God bless. Yes. And then the end, and then one of the girls starts, somebody else starts talking like really soon after that. Yes. So if you're not paying attention, like, yeah, you could kind of like, what was that? Well, then also because like, honestly, I, I mean, when I first watched this episode, I was not eating hummus and I certainly didn't know what hummus was made from. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like, okay, they're eating some weird food and George Clooney says, God bless the meh. I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. What the hell is a chickpea and what does that have to do with hummus? Hummus. Yeah. You wouldn't have known that back then. Uh Uh-uh. No. No. Anytime I've seen this, anytime... I just, I still didn't know, but now it's like, yeah, I've, and you can really, in my later that. years, I have really come to appreciate the hummus, the chickpea <laughs> and the chickpea. <laughs> You're like, yes, chickpea. George. Yes. Amen. God bless Amen. the chickpea. God bless the chickpea, George. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was good. <laughs> it was good. Look how healthy but it I is just, for you. That was probably one of my funniest moments during this uh-huh I'm glad you pointed that out because yeah I did hear that I was like did he just say god bless the chickpea also this is the way if you haven't seen this you need to look at how he says it because it is so funny like yeah. he's got a mouthful of food he's still chewing and <laughs> says god bless the chickpea as he's staring at Rachel <laughs> like it is the funniest thing anyways so they okay, have but- that they have that back and forth of insults. We get a blessing in there. And <laughs> you know, Monica crosses a line. I think Monica just like she one, she kicked it off in front of them. She started it. Okay, yeah. Rachel ticked her off. But Rachel didn't say anything in front of the guys. Monica no. did. Uh-huh. And Monica, in my opinion, crosses the line. Because in between this back and forth, the phone rings. And the girls are ticked off at each other. They're just staring Staring. and glaring at each other. The guys are sitting there like, uh, no one's moving to answer the phone. The two guys both go for the phone. And George (laughs) Clooney is the one that picks it up and answers it. (laughs) And it's Rachel's dad. He hands the phone to Monica. Because he thinks that's Rachel. Yes, and then go for it. Are you sure? What'd you yes. Do? No, go for it. Are you going to make me say that word? Is that what you're trying uh. to do? <laughs> I can't say okay. it. Okay. All right. So she, Monica, takes the phone from the cute doctor and she says, Hi, Dad. Pretending to be Rachel. Yes. Trying to mm, do something with her voice. So it wasn't completely obvious that it was Monica. And she said, no, dad, it's me. So clearly he's questioning if it was really his daughter or not, which he seemed to, okay, cool, whatever. And continue to talk to her. Um, And she tells him now it's not a really good time. Uh, I need, I'll need to call you back, but she's starting to get up from the couch. She goes, but dad, there's something I've been meaning to tell you. And she gets up from the couch and starts walking around the back of the couch. And, and the Rachel's real Rachel like, Green starts looking nervous. And Rachel goes, 
I'll be right back. And she gets up and starts limping after Monica. And she goes, okay, what was it? In, uh, college. Was it high school or college? It was, she said freshman year, right? Did she, did she say freshman year? I hope she meant college and not high school. Cause I know that's kind of young, but anyways, she tells Rachel's dad that I want to say it was freshman year. I could be wrong on that. Um, Billy Dreskin Dreskin. and I had sex on your bed (laughs) and Rachel freaks out. Like she looks mortified. Yes. Rightly so. Pearl clutching and everything. (laughs) Yeah. Like she lost air. Like the wind got knocked out of her. Yes, and she's like stepping into the bathroom, like against the bathroom like, door. Jam, like she's right? about to fall over, and you can't yeah, see I mean, Whitney, but she like grabbed her chest, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she's mortified that uh, she even yeah. has to have a conversation with her father later, and he knows this information. Uh, yeah. So that's the end of that. We don't see any more of the date. It was just those girls bickering back and forth, insulting each other. The guys are like, what? They blew yeah. it. And no, that if was they the would have just the been themselves, that would have been a, they would have made some couples. Yeah. <laughs> they could have left it alone. Yeah. But yeah. That was um, it. So then the next time we see Monica and Rachel, Rachel's on the phone with her dad, trying, like, why? Why would I sleep with? Why would I sleep with him? His dad was trying to put you out of business. <laughs> yes. I was like, what, Rachel? And she, <laughs> he looks at Monica. You are dead. <laughs> yes. So one, we know it's true. Mm. <laughs> we mm. know it's true because she tells Monica, you're dead. You're dead. And yeah. So and that, that guy's dad was trying to put her dad out of business and Rachel didn't care. Doing her Rachel yeah. thing in her Rachel land <laughs> Rachel on her land. parents' bed. Yeah. Good night, Rachel Green. I know it. I'm going to join Gosh. the I Hate Rachel Club. Uh, What's up, yeah. Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just there for the high fives. <laughs> Which is really a hug. <laughs> Okay, that's that a, is such, that that's such a good episode. Oh my gosh. What we're talking about. I may just have to watch that just because. It's a fantastic <laughs> Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh man. That one, oh yeah. I mean, I could get into the yeah, Thanksgiving episodes all day long. Let's bring it back. Right. Let's bring it back. Yeah. Um, kind of like a oh, there's a, like a little side note. Or is it still about Monica and Rachel? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go for it. Well, I was just going. I was just going to move it. I was like, while she's on the phone, oh, somebody yeah. from the hospital beeps in. Oh yeah. Oh yes. So, yes. And Go for it. Tell Rachel us. actually tells Monica, "Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. You, this is a stupid idea. Like, you were absolutely right. We shouldn't have done this. Um, they have to go back because uh, <clears throat> they forgot to sign one of the." Like one of the forms. Yeah, she got nervous because the hospital, like you said, started to say it beeped in. Yeah. Over the phone said, uh, there's something wrong with the forms. Yeah. And so when Monica is talking, she goes, like she thanks them, hangs up, and she just tells 
tells Rachel, you know, we forgot to sign one of the forms, not a big deal, but Rachel's still like, you're right, we shouldn't have done this. I mean, this is a stupid risky. idea. Yeah. So, so they, they have, have to get to back to the hospital. They have to go back to the hospital. Once the they're the there, crime. Yes. And once they're there, they're going to run into some people. But before that, we'll do a little bit of backtracking. Do you want to, um, at the beginning of the episode, Ross tells the guys about a dream he has. Oh, yes. And, you know, they're all, it's just the guys hanging out at Central Park. And Ross is like, I had a dream I was playing football with my baby. Uh, And they're like, oh, well, that's nice. He's like, no, I was playing with him. Like, as if his- He was, the baby was the ball. Yes, the baby was a football. Yes. And then Whitney, you're like, Ross is pretty much- telling everyone like remember in the other episode he started freaking out he's like i'm gonna be a father yeah i didn't realize the baby was having me right and i realized i was having a kid just didn't realize that yes the responsibility of of that was like hitting him so he's still nervous about fatherhood he's worried that he's like not ready or like won't be a good father right um so he tells the guys about his dream and throwing the baby and he kind of sets this up and then Chandler's like, what? You threw the baby? And Joey's like, what? And take the sack. Whitney, we're going to need you on this football talk because I have no idea what they're talking about. So please. Okay. So that's like, <laughs> he's got the baby and the Tampa Bay defense is running down the field at them. And <laughs> Joey says, now, this wouldn't apply today because, as we all know, Tampa Bay just won the Super Bowl. Oh, but- yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like, yes, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> I remembered that. Yeah. So, anyways. Important show. Joey goes. Good show. Important show. <laughs> Joey says, what? Tampa- they're like, their defense is awful or something like that. And then Ross goes, um, Okay, yes, but it's just me and the baby, so I'm thinking they could take us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking they could take us. And Joey's like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so he's like, so I just, I step back and I just, I heave the baby. Wait, what'd you say? I can hear you. What? He said... He goes, what? That's a baby. <laughs> and I was like, I know. But and that's what Joey goes, what? You're supposed to take the sack? I don't know what that means. It means, okay, so that's what the quarterback. Quarterback, he has to throw the ball before he gets tackled. If he gets tackled and he still has the ball in his hand, that's a sack. Oh, okay. I see Joey's concern. I so stand. <laughs> So stand. I love that. I actually say that. I say it all the time. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. (laughs) Anyways, um, okay, so yeah, he doesn't. He wants to avoid the sack. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching. I was like, I'm gonna have to have Whitney explain this part. (laughs) Yeah. No. I mean, it's it's that part's easy. It's just you know, it's quarterback. He's got the ball. He needs to throw it to a receiver, 
and if if he gets tackled before like behind the line of scrimmage if he gets tackled behind the line of scrimmage then it's a sack i see so that was his dream so ross is nervous and he's seeking guidance from his own father so ross goes to dinner with his dad jack geller <laughs> and you know, he's like, his dad's going on talking about, I don't remember what. And Ross is like, hey. Oh, uh, sun-dried tomatoes. He's talking about sun-dried tomatoes. Tell us more. <laughs> he just was saying, I never would have, I mean, he, he was just talking about uh, getting into the sun-dried tomato business. He said, if somebody... Somebody knocked on my door however many years ago and started talking about a whatever, like a dry, dried up little tomato. I'd have thought they were nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he was saying? Jack Geller, he always has like some interesting things to say where you're just like, oh, yeah. What? Like selling it, ice over the internet. Yes. Oh, look, it goes on idea to be buried at sea. He wants to be buried at sea. Like, I don't know. He just, huh. interesting things come out of his mouth. <laughs> Sun-dried tomatoes. Sun-dried tomatoes. Because they were at huh. a restaurant. It like, looked like pasta, like an Italian place. So it's probably like some sun-dried tomatoes on his plate. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, Ross is trying to say like, no, dad. Like, when's the first time like you felt like a father or that you were ready? Like. Ross was, cause Ross is not feeling like he's ready. So he's like trying to get out of his dad. Like, when was that moment for you? Like, when did you realize, you know, and his dad said something like your mother did right away, but I really wasn't there. Cause I was always working. Is this yeah. what this is about? <laughs> it's funny. He's like, is this what this is about? So he's thinking that Ross is confronting him for not spending a lot of time, time with him with as a him. kid. Yeah. yeah. So then he offers to take him on a colonial trip to Williamsburg. He's like, you've always wanted to go to uh, that colonial Williamsburg. We can go there. <laughs> yes. It's like he's trying to make up for the fact that he wasn't there as a kid because he was working or whatever. And this is has what this is about. nothing to do with the conversation that Ross is wanting to have. I know. I just thought it was funny. Is that what this is about? <laughs> that was what a good one too. I like that. Williamsburg. <laughs> we could go there. Do you like go there? I know. Gosh, I love anytime that Jack Geller is on. He is he is a he's funny. He's a gem. <laughs> he's funny. And so Ross is like, no, Dad, like, no. So, you know, his dad ends up telling him well, you know what? Like, I remember when you were born, he's like, it was after you were born. Oh, he can't see it. Whitney was waving at you. <laughs> and he was like, it was after you were born and pretty much like his little tiny baby hand grabbed oh, his nice. finger. The nurse uh, brought him into the, uh, into their room while Judy was sleeping. He said, your mother was sleeping. So the nurse handed you directly to me. He said, you were this ugly little red thing. <laughs> I just love this moment though, because Ross's reaction, just like sitting there, just like, 
like listening to the story his dad's telling him about the day, like, you know, uh, the second day of being alive or whatever, but it's almost like he's yeah. never heard it. Right. Yeah. Almost. Like yeah. It, I, the first time. it really was his reaction. Like, right. He folded his arms on his chest and kind of sat back in his chair and was like, huh. you know, he just, I know it was, it was really, I was thinking it was a really sweet, like father son moment. Like, I mean, cause I love hearing stories from, you know, when we were kids that I don't really remember, you know, and, and Maddie and Bentley both do. I mean, like Bentley's like, Oh gosh, Maddie will still ask me to tell the, tell the story of uh, like when we had bad weather here. And I was wondering if I should get Bentley out of his crib and go into the closet. Cause it was just me and Bentley here. <laughs> like Maddie was, at, story. Maddie was at Gigi and happy's house. And Ben was, you know, hanging out with a friend and I was here with, Bentley and I called Ben. I was like, "Do I need to get Bentley out? Tornado sirens are going off, and you know." Say, oh my gosh! Dick- there's a tornado yet again in the middle middle room, basement, <laughs> innermost room of the house. Yeah, it was like yeah, Oklahoma oh. 101. <laughs> Good night. I'm glad I'm not in so tornado anyway, alley it's like, anymore. Uh, oh, tornado alley. It's fun. But anyway, so I was like, Maddie still wants me to like, she'll tell ask me to tell her that story over she and over again, just because she thinks it's funny. Cause I do, I get into it and I'm like, and you know, I call your dad and I'm like, do I get Billy up right now? Or just leave him? <laughs> you know, they to go off. And anyways, yeah. So loves it. Ben goes, so uh, kids love hearing about themselves, yeah. no matter how and old I mean, they are. Yeah. Adults. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, stories from your childhood I think are fun or even stories you haven't heard before like clearly Ross has not heard this story before just from his reaction but mm-hmm. yeah the nurse hands Ross straight or gives him straight to Jack and you know he said it was Ross just reached up and grabbed his finger and he, just, he squeezed it so tight and I just love the way he was telling the story too because he, he put like there were to me there seemed like there was a lot of like thought and emotion into telling the story and I just thought it was really sweet and I think it helped Ross you know it's like okay so you're I mean and I've heard that before you know it's like the mothers the mothers grow the baby in them so they already feel like they know the little person that's coming out like the fathers don't have that until they get to, you know, hold the baby for the first time and actually get to start bonding themselves. Yeah. I mean, feeling so, the baby move inside of you is just like freaking yeah. awesome. Oh, it it's is. That's like the coolest thing that, that it, I can't it, describe. You can't it even describe like. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. See, me and you. I know. Me and you. Like? <laughs> Whitney and I were saying the same thing at the same time before we started recording today. We we're just catching up. We're so on the yeah. same page here. Yeah, exactly. So, Again, with Maddie, she she likes hearing about whenever she was in my tummy and she would get hiccups all the time. Oh, like, she likes I could feel her hiccuping. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Um, the episode goes on and Marcel the monkey is still around. Mm-hmm. And... Remember last episode, Marcel had changed the TV into Spanish. Yes. 
And, you know, Ross is still complaining about that, I think, earlier in the episode. He's like, I can't get him to change the channel or to change the TV or, like, whatever. Or la- last episode, you know, he's uh, erasing his messages on the machine. Well, guess yeah. what? Marcel ends up eating a Scrabble tile. More than one, apparently. Oh, yes. So Chandler and Ross are playing Scrabble. I don't remember what, I didn't write it down, but I'm sure Ross was complaining about something. What was it? Oh, he said, I get however many points for kidney. Ah, oh, I'm sorry, Ross. You were not complaining. I'm just so used to you being in the the whole uh, of season one that you are, which Joey imitates a few seasons later. (laughs) So so freaking genius. So yeah. Tell us Whitney. He tries to play the word and what happened? Oh, he's getting ready to write his score down and and uh he no no no. Okay, they get distracted because Marcel is on the back of a chair and he's like making this god-awful noise and Ross blows it off like a hair he said it's a hairball. Oh yeah. Like, what's wrong with goes, you know, he goes, what's wrong with the Simeon? <laughs> <laughs> said, oh, hairball. Well, then he's like, he goes, uh, however many points for the word kidney? And he goes, you mean zero points for not a word, idney? <laughs> and that's when they realize that Marcel is not trying to cough up a hairball, but he is choking on a scrabble tile dun, dun, dun. yeah so will marcel make it <laughs> stay tuned for a few more seconds <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm let you know right now where do they end up going to the hospital the where the people, girls are the people hospital yes so you better get that monkey out of here <laughs> get that animal out of here the rude lady at the hospital. Yeah, they show up with Marcel and like a little blanket or something. Yeah, and they no. rush in. And um, are the girls standing there or they're yes. off in the waiting room? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, they're in the waiting room. They're, yeah. they're in the waiting room because that uh, Rachel, no, because this is where we left off because this is where the story kind of uh, crisscrosses. Yes. But. Um, so the girls had come in and Monica tells the receptionist that they need a whole new set of forms because she filled it out wrong again. And, uh, and the, the woman goes, or the receptionist is like, cause you are just that stupid. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, whatever. And Rachel goes, and I, I'm just going to pay this with the check. She goes, well, you know, your insurance will take care of it. She goes, yeah, I'm just not that bright either. <laughs> yep so they go off into the waiting room to start filling out the forms again and that's when the boys rush in with marcel and they stood up and stood right behind him and said oh what's going on and they turned around and chandler says um marcel is choking on a or he's choking on a uh was it a scrabble tile and they turned back around to the receptionist and then turned immediately back around to the girls because they didn't realize that they were there. 
they're like, what's it, what happened? And they turned around and I'm like, sale, swallow, it's Scrabble time. I'm like, oh, yeah. like, wait a second. I'm like, what, you're here? And I love, I love the lady, the rude lady with the intake forms and everything. I forget, yeah. it's not an office or like, whatever. She's the receptionist. I think she's a nurse. I don't know. She's dressed like a nurse. And she's like, this hospital is for people. <laughs> She says something else, but she's like, this hospital is for people. (laughs) It's so funny the way she says it because she points to the door like, you better get that monkey out of here. You know, (laughs) her eyes are serious, man. She's like, this hospital is for people. I was like, I love Ross's response to that. (laughs) Go ahead and tell us. Lady, he is people. (laughs) he watches Jeopardy. <laughs> he scratches himself when no one's looking. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's so funny. Lady, he is people. He is people. <laughs> oh. And then we hear from I'll someone take a look out him. of view. Yes. Yeah. Tell us again. Tell us again. So, I'll take a look at him or I'll look at him. Everybody and turns around. Thanks. Again, and then with a double take. George <laughs> Clooney to the rescue. Yeah, George Clooney. And he said, uh, he looked at, I think it was Rachel, and goes, Monica. And, and she's Monica like, goes, what? And then Rachel. I don't know. It was like this whole name. Switch name around. Because yeah. I couldn't remember if you said Rachel or Monica or who whoever it was, but yeah. The girls mix up their names again. Again. She's kind of like, huh, what? Hey, yeah, you. Like, Monica, Rachel, the wrong girl answers. And one girl tries to correct the other one slyly. And the other one's like, oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> oh, it's, it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can still keep it straight. I, it was really fast. Unless unless I wrote it down, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been able to. I mean, because I was like, wait, <laughs> I backed it up. Wait, who did he call first and who answered? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and who's who again? So, yes, exactly. Even though they're just switched. So yeah, it is um George Clooney to the rescue. Late, Yay. we don't see him checking out Marcel, no. but we just see Marcel recovering and the whole gang's there. And they're like, you know, they found a oh. K. Go ahead, tell us. Oh, is that yeah, um, because at this point, Joey and uh, Phoebe joined them, and we'll get to why they were the last ones to show up here in a minute. But they come in, and they were wondering what happened. Like, oh, what happened? And uh, said he like was choking on a Scrabble tile. <laughs> no, he choked on a K. He choked on a K. And uh, <laughs> Chandler said they also found a note. Ross tells him they also found an M. And an O, I think, in there. Yeah, I think <laughs> Chandler goes, we think he was trying to spell out monkey. <laughs> <laughs> the way he says that is hilarious, too. Yeah, of course, his delivery is always good. And it's so sweet because Chandler points out to Ross, like, you and know what? like a dad. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, what you did was a very dad thing. You did what you had to do. Because you know what? Check out what Ross did. He didn't just like immediately get medical care for Marcel while he was choking. 
he got him into a people hospital, <laughs> not just any vet or any hospital. He took him yeah, to a he said, hospital. Because I, I was wondering that. Them. I was like, why would he take him to the hospital? What was the hospital like that the girls were at? I mean, clearly the closest one to their apartment. But uh, I was like, why, why would you take him to a hospital and not a vet? But he actually says that the hospital, like the nearest animal hospital is like clear across town. Yep. So he took him too late. Yeah. He took him to the closest place. Too bad. It wasn't for animals. And Ross got him in. Yeah, he did. He got him in. He told the lady, look, lady, he is people. (laughs) Yep. And it worked out for him that George Clooney was there and he saw the girl standing with them. And so he knew, you know, yep. Marcel knew people. Look at that. Marcel knew people in the hospital. He was connected to George Clooney. George was like, I'll I'll take a look at him. Oh, George Clooney. So, yeah. So, Ross feels a little better. Chandler's like, that was a very dad thing. Like, you did good. You're going to be a great dad. Well, then he he got that feeling. Like, even more so when Marcel wakes up and Marcel grabs his finger. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I know it's not the same as like his, you know, the way it'll be when his baby son does it, but he kind of got a little taste of yeah, of what it's like. Because he's been having doubts and he's nervous. Well, so. I mean, because I, I tell this to well, anybody who, you know, with pets, I mean, they are part of your family. You, It's impossible to have a living thing and not living care. in your house and not yeah. care about it. Yeah. Not feel love or... Ooh care for this living creature Mm -hmm. i mean you feed it you bathe it you take it to the vet when it's sick or whatever i mean you you do all the things yeah i'm sorry but bathing the dog is not my favorite thing shoot bathing my kids (laughs) is not my favorite thing but you do it i'm happy that my kids are finally into the shower like oh just take a shower baths are just awful (laughs) i need to get my five-year-old over the fact that hey water in your face is okay yeah it's fine. Yeah. Both both of my He's kids are water okay. babies. Oh, I got it. I got to get them there. So yeah, they're both water signs. <laughs> so Ross is feeling better. And our other big storyline, which is what, you know, you were alluding to Joey and Phoebe yeah. aren't there because they're elsewhere uh-huh. and backtracking Phoebe's birthday party. They're having a surprise party in the last episode Right? Was it last episode? Joey gave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joey gave Ursula a gift last episode. Well, he was. No, I guess, I mean, we didn't see him give it to her, I guess. I mean, I don't know when he actually gave it to her. Yes, yes, you're right. Um, He took a very ugly sweater. Yes, it was an ugly sweater. And said, Please try this on. I want to see if it'll fit you because I want to give it to Ursula. Yeah. For y'all's birthday. Okay. I assume that he um, gave it to her on her birthday because he was going to take her to the rainbow room. He was asking the boys while they were in the coffee house, like after Ross's terrifying story of playing oh. football with his baby. I like this. I like this. Uh, so, <laughs> do you have it written down? No, no, you tell it. Oh, okay. I'm just excited. I like it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, 
Joey asked the, asked the guys if they've ever been to the Rainbow Room and uh, if, you know, was it, is it expensive? Is it expensive? And, <laughs> is it expensive? And uh, Chandler goes, well, only if you order stuff. Yes. <laughs> What's the deal with the Rainbow Room? It's not the first time. I know it's a big thing in New York, but I've never been. I don't know much. Uh, do you know much about the, ah, what did I just do? Do you know much about the rainbow room, Whitney? I have never been. I don't, I mean, I, it's probably something I would remember. I've only been to New York once and it was in 1999. My Nana, uh, like, took me to New York as a graduation Leader, present right? from oh graduation yeah, gra graduation present yeah as after we left the day after graduation oh my goodness my mom was actually urging me to stay out all night because <laughs> 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 she did not want me had like we had to wake up or like early to drive from Ponca to Oklahoma City uh, to get on like to important. do the plane so anyways um uh, while we were there, we did not go to the Rainbow Room, but I have heard of it. I've just, yeah, I haven't been myself. I thought you had been to New York, New York more than once. No, it was just the one time. Yeah, oh, uh, summer, okay. like, yeah, right after senior, uh, right after graduation, I went to. That's something my like my daughter Maddie is now wanting to. She likes uh, musicals. She wants to go to New York and be able to see a stage production. And I was like, uh, I don't think that will be a problem. <laughs> of course, we have to get Broadway back up and going again. But Yeah. Good luck, kid. I told yeah, my dad, exactly. hey, dad, I'm turning 15. How about you fly me to New York City? Get me some front row tickets to Les Miserables, starring back then Ricky Martin. <laughs> For my birthday gift. Stuff's going on in October. How perfect is this, Dad? He said no. He didn't say anything. He just laughed. He oh. laughed. I was serious as a heart attack. Well, maybe oh, not that so. serious, but I had some high hopes. <laughs> I had some high hopes, man. I was like, this might be a long shot, but I think I might be able to get away with this. I got one I of those with my dad too. It was a uh, see Dave Matthews in Dallas because I was like, "Hey, Dad, you like Dave Matthews? I like Dave Matthews. I heard he has a really fun show. Like we could go down to Dallas and do like you know go see him." And he was like, "I'm not driving down to Dallas for that." <laughs> I remember we've talked about this. We've talked about this before. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Yeah, good luck. Like, willing, though. <laughs> yes. And our dads. <laughs> I was going to say, Ben, Ben's been to New York, I think, once as well. Uh, I think he went, because like, mine was in 1999. He was after that. Um, Like, oh, my gosh, I was still there. I was there when the Twin Towers were still up. Uh, me too. Yeah. So, no, uh, that's crazy. No, no, I wasn't. They were gone. Ah. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, he's been and he wants to go back as well. So, I, I think 
between the two of us wanting to go, Maddie has a pretty good shot of going. <laughs> We're just wanting to wait till, especially for New York, uh, waiting for them to be a little bit older. Yeah. Especially Bentley. Um, so sorry, we can't tell you about the rainbow room. No, <laughs> never been. Um, but that's where Joey wants to take Ursula and they all throw a surprise party for Phoebe. And it's kind of funny because they're expecting her. Ross walks in and no, like, he knocks on the door. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Ross knocks because this is the whole thing. Like he knocks on the door. Everyone thinks it's Phoebe. So they all start hiding and the girls go to answer the door. <laughs> they open it up and everyone yells surprise. Well, it does surprise him and he drops the cake. <laughs> he drops the cake like, Ooh, like down, yeah. like cake all face on down on the floor. Oh my goodness. I love, I actually um, wrote this one down because it cracked me up too. It was one of the, um, one of the funnier lines for me, but <laughs> Ross, again, a little bit clutching his pearls. <laughs> <laughs> like he has his hand to his chest and he's like what the hell are you doing you scared the crap out of me <laughs> and Rachel was like was that the cake and Ross says yeah yeah I got a lemon smush yeah so Phoebe walks in oh did you notice I actually wrote this down I was going to ask you this was Gunther at the party I did not pay attention to that. I was focused on Betty. Ah, uh, no, behind Phoebe. Wait. That looked like Gunther. Like when Phoebe walks in and she's looking down, there's somebody standing back behind it. Looks like the guy that plays Gunther. Could have been. Gunther shows up at a lot of parties, even though he may not. Well, yeah, but that was after he, like, he was kind of established at Central Perk. We haven't seen him at Central Park yet. <gasps> You're right. Gunther wasn't there earlier? You're right. We haven't had an official Gunther meeting at Central Park. We haven't so I was had like, Gunther is Gunther yet? at the party? <gasps> Maybe we're, I'm going to have to check it out. Maybe he was a background actor and somehow got the part for Gunther. They gave him like one line and decided they like him. Interesting. Yeah. So good observation. We'll have to check that out. So Phoebe walks in, no one's expecting her. She's like, Oh, Hey guys. And so, yeah, that was a surprise. She's still surprised. She's like, Oh, that wasn't scary at all. <laughs> Like, and she's very relieved. That. Yes, she seems relieved that <laughs> yeah. it wasn't scary. That and she wasn't scared about it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, everybody I love is in the same room. And she's like, oh, Betty, you found Betty. Even Betty's here. So they make a big deal about Betty. And then, you know, she's like, oh, you're here and you're here and Chandler and Ross and Rachel. And she's like, where's Joey? And nobody wants to say anything. No one answers her. So she figures out Joey's not there because he's with Ursula. Yeah. And she knows this because she already saw the ugly ass sweater 
that, that Joey was going to give to her. her. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of like cuts away. And then, oh, yeah, because yeah. whenever she was like, uh, Joey or Chandler says, but did you see Betty? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Again, bringing it back to Betty. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. A few days go by. So we see Joey show up at the apartment. Uh-huh. He's sad. And Phoebe's like, oh, hey, you know, whatever. Oh, trouble. Yep. Like <laughs> she knew it. And she's not sorry. And no. he says, I've been trying to get a hold of Ursula for two days. Yeah. He's, she stood her up or she stood him up. Yep. And won't take his calls. Yep. Won't return oh, she's him. ghosting him. Oh, yeah. Ursula <laughs> ghosting. So Phoebe starts feeling kind of bad because Joey's really bummed out. He really liked Ursula. She goes down to the restaurant where Ursula works. And she's pretty much like, hey, so what's the deal with Joey? Are you going to let him know that you don't want to see him anymore? Ursula is so like Phoebe times 100. Uh Like she's super flighty and just, oh, who? She's like, Joey, like the person we're talking about. She's like, no, no, that's over. And she's like, were you going to tell him? Who? Joey. (laughs) Oh, no. He's so smart. He's so smart. (laughs) He's so smart. He's so smart. Probably the first time we've heard somebody use smart as an adjective towards Joey. (laughs) (laughs) And like, you know, and Phoebe even showed up and had like a little gift for Ursula, right? Oh, yes. What did Phoebe give her? The Judy, Judy Jetson thermos. And Um, Ursula actually, to Ursula's credit, she actually kind of remembered what, like the significance, I guess, of the Judy Jetson thermos. Yeah. And in the previous episode, she broke Phoebe's Judy Jetson thermos when they were kids. Yeah. So. Uh, Oh, and then Ursula had a gift for Phoebe. This cracks me up. She said, oh, how did you know I was coming? She goes, oh, um. Uh, twin thing (laughs) but hands are a box and she goes I can't believe you did this and she opens up and she goes I can't believe you did this (laughs) because it's that sweater that Joey gave to Ursula that first he wanted Phoebe to try on to see if it would fit that this is so funny to me I wrote that down (laughs) as one of my funniest moments She's like, oh yeah, I got a gift for you too. And she brings him, she brings her the ugly sweater that Joey gave her. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, their birthday was on one day and the party was on a different day. So she already had the sweater. You know, Joey's like, apparently they had some moment under the bridge. And <laughs> You know, so she gives Phoebe the ugly, ugly sweater. It's just too funny. So Phoebe gets that Ursula, Joey, she's not going to say anything. So whatever. She's like, you haven't changed. And she, Ursula's like, you either. No, because Ursula starts eating. Uh She's supposed to be working. She's sitting at the table and she's eating. 
And she, she, she's she eating the customer's plate. Yeah. Yeah. And she even stops a fellow coworker and is like, doesn't this come with a side salad? Like, where's my salad? And then she I wasn't sure if that was a coworker, if that was just some rando. And like, in the- I think he worked there. Okay. I didn't pay attention to that, but I was like, is she just asking, like asking the customer, yeah. uh, isn't this supposed to come with a side salad? <laughs> and it's, and it's funny because yeah, she does that. And, you know, excuse me, doesn't this come with a side salad? She's supposed to be working. Then she offers some to Phoebe and it's fish, I believe. Yeah. No chicken. And Phoebe's like, oh, no, nothing with a face because Phoebe doesn't um, eat animals. She's vegetarian. She's a vegetarian. And Ursula, like, kind of laughs. She's like, you have not changed. (laughs) And Phoebe's like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, you you neither. neither. Uh. So next thing we know, Ursula is meeting with Joey at Central Perk. She's wearing the ugly ass sweater and, you know, they meet up. Obviously they had plans to meet there. Yeah. Only dun, dun, dun. We know Ursula doesn't have that ugly sweater anymore. She gave it to Phoebe. Joey thinks it's Ursula, but it's really Phoebe. Take over Whitney. At this point, the audience would know at this point, if they paid attention to the gift that uh, Ursula gave to Phoebe, that Phoebe is now wearing the sweater. She kind of does her hair back like Ursula does. Um, She starts talking to Joey, telling him it's over. Um, Joey is, well, he's not thrilled about it. Uh, What was it? He says, she goes, uh, what he, she said something to him. He said, oh, don't say that. Don't say that to me. I've said that. I know that when I said that. Uh, look. Oh, I think she said look. Like listen or look. Or listen yeah. or look. Something like that. Like, hey. And he goes, oh, don't say that. I know that one. I've said that one. <laughs> yeah, he knows what's coming. Yeah. So she's just kind so, of, okay, yeah. So it's not She tries work. to like just break it off with him and he's not really having it. And and he finally says, I mean, is it is it because I've, or oh, wait, I'm wait, friends wait, wait, with, wait, wait. Oh, oh yeah. Under the bridge. What about all that stuff you've said under the bridge? And she <laughs> yes. goes, oh, oh, that was just, I was just talking crazy. I was, was so like, oh, I was drunk. drunk. <laughs> yeah. So drunk. And he <laughs> goes, but you, but you don't drink. And, <laughs> and she goes, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't drink. I was, <laughs> I was drunk on you (laughs) (laughs) but the look on his face he was which is why i want to break up with you (laughs) yeah Yeah. he found that to be acceptable he (laughs) believed it yes he was like all right good answer (laughs) (laughs) yes but anyways so yeah she she tells him it's done and and he says well is it it, why is it because i'm friends with Phoebe and she says well I what if it was what if that was the reason uh would you stop being friends with her and he tells her like no I mean I wouldn't I I'm I'm sorry but 
he couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So anyways, she, what, what happened next? Um, well, Phoebe was happy with that response. She goes, yeah. oh, well then, um, cause yeah, Joey's like, no, I, I, I wouldn't give up my friendship with Phoebe just to, right. to date you. And she goes, oh yeah, well, okay. Uh, yeah, that, then that's why that, that, that's why. Yeah. That's, that's what why. it is. That's the reason. And, yeah. So she goes with that and he's like, well, all right then, you know. Well, sorry. then that's what he said. Okay. Well then tells her bye or whatever. But then he, he says, I don't know if it's because we're just breaking up, but you've never looked so beautiful. And that ugly he, sweater. <laughs> and then he kisses her goodbye. And he kisses her. But I, and then after he gets, he gets up, up and leaves. And, gets up to leave the couch then he and stops. she sinks back in it and like yeah. kind of covers her face like giddy a little bit and she, she goes she kind of mouths she goes oh, wow like she didn't yeah. say it but you understand she's like wow yeah she was impressed. So, I mean, clearly joey's a good kisser mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not surprising because he's already been kind of established as like a ladies man yeah so joey's ha- so. joey has skills Joey has skills and Phoebe just witnessed the skills. Yeah. And she was like, oh, wow. Which is when he stops behind the couch. And now he's suspecting. Well, I'm thinking because I'm not sure. Does he catch her lean back and go, wow? Or does he kiss her, get up to leave and start? Because it seems yeah. like he kind of went. Like, yeah. Like, that wasn't the same kiss. Exactly. Like that wasn't Ursula. So right. now he's like, uh, and he kind of looks over and leans over the couch and he's like, Phoebes? And she automatically responds, yeah. And then she's like, whoops. Kind of like, oh, I just blew my own cover. But it was really cute because his face was like, you know, kind of scrunched going like a little bit confused. Yeah. And Phoebes, and when she said, yeah, his face relaxed and he kind of started smiling because he understands what she was doing. Yeah. She was trying to give him closure and Exactly. Because like Ursula is returning phone calls. Like she's not picking up. She's not returning calls. She's completely ignoring him. So what Phoebe is doing is get, yeah, exactly. Giving him closure, like giving him uh, a reason reason to move on. Because of the the reason. (laughs) From the blackout episode. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was Uh, a blackout. So that's what happened with them. And um, we totally missed highlighting the trivia question. Oh, my gosh. Okay. No, we did two of them. We talked about it, but we didn't say, oh, by the way, this was a trivia question. Ursula ditches Joey and Phoebe tries to make it better. How? Well, we oh. just talked all about it. Well, we just talked about that she one. She pretends to be Ursula. Wearing the birthday sweater. Yes. Uh, and then we did highlight the other two because we did go back and talk yeah. about them. It was um, insurance fraud and then ER. ER. Yeah. Yippers. That's our whole episode. I was seriously doubting whenever you were staring at me. I was like, it was <laughs> ER, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure it was ER. Hey, I'm taking your word, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought it was crazy mad at me. Yeah. But you're right. Uh, yeah, it was Patrick it Dempsey. You know what's Patrick, so funny? 
Um, it was some totally different show. What was it? I don't know. Oh man, something way later uh-huh. after the nineties or during the nineties, something happens and it's like, they're talking to someone who fell asleep in the eighties or went into some coma or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, that's just the vaguest thing ever. <laughs> Something happened and somebody I'm like, said. I'm like Phoebe in the last episode with uh, John Levitt. Oh, you know, you can make the thing with the stuff. With the thing and the, you, you know, know, the thing you know and the stuff. stuff. <laughs> you know, that thing with the stuff. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> well, some chick is telling some other chick, okay. like, you're not going to, like, yeah, things are different and. Um, what's his name? Because uh, the a- that actor Patrick Dempsey, he was in Can't Buy Me Love, and he played uh-huh. the biggest super nerd with his scrawny little arms. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> excuse me, you know, buys the affection of the cool popular girl so he can be cool and popular. Yeah, and he's a total nerd throughout the entire movie. Okay, so that's what, like, he's known for. Yes. And so, I don't know what, but one girl's telling another girl, and guess what? He grows up to be hot, like, he, because he's Dr. McDreamy. He is, yeah, McDreamy. Yes, what was he? Do you know what I'm talking about? I vaguely remember. See, this is why I described it vaguely. (laughs) I don't know what it was, but it was two girls. And they were like, hot now. Do you see me? Hello, Whitney, do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you see me? (laughs) Um. Yes. Yeah, so we're talking about Ross and Future episodes and just quoted Andy Bernard. <laughs> just a real, real, real quick on Andy Bernard and his <laughs> He said that he was on a talk show and they asked asked him like a late night. I don't know if it was I think it I think it was Conan O'Brien or somebody. Uh-huh. It was a long time ago, years ago. They were like, like, where did that come from? Like, that's so hilarious. He said. The bullies, when he was in, it sounds like late elementary, early mm-hmm. junior high, they said after they would like punk some kid or just kind of harass him. I don't, I'm totally making this up now. The example, I don't know if they would like goof on him, give him wedgie, whatever. I don't know. Whatever, after they did whatever to their little victim, they'd go, he goes, so that's what the bully, the sound the bullies would make. Kind of like, haha, gotcha. They'd go, oh. oh my gosh. And so he was just like, what's a douchey thing to say, you know, when he was playing that part in the office? And that's what came to mind. Oh my gosh. That's too. funny. And it just kind of reminds <laughs> me of Ross when he's like, all righty, Rue. <laughs> But Ross doesn't say that great line in this episode. That's in the future. Uh, it's decades from now. It's decades from now. Actually, you know what? Maybe not decades, but maybe a decade. Singular decade. It could just be half a decade. I don't know. I think we could we could be approaching it. Yep. I think. All right. 
sooner that sooner rather than later. Yes. Are you drinking a truly over there? Yes. Do Still I sound sad about the, it? Like, <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. Like wah, wah. from that same 12, 18, 24, whatever. From like two I weeks ago. From yeah. Yeah, yeah that's like two weeks ago. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you remember, I was like, I bought the wrong flavors. It doesn't yeah. have flavors that I like. I need the one that has the pina colada. Whatever has the pina colada, like all mm. those other flavors were good. So I need, I, to, got look, you. I need to look for that. So I haven't tried that one. Ones. I like the pina colada. I haven't colada. tried that one. I think there was a lime in there and something else that was pretty good too. But I, I do I do like a good pina and pina coladas. Yeah. So yeah. you can't go wrong with something that's pineapple or pina colada flavored. It's like snow I cone. Like the, yeah. The kids and I got a snow I like cone on Wednesday. Colada. We got snow cones oh, no, on Wednesday. Oh, fun. And I got my tried and true favorite, half margarita, half mm -hmm. pina colada. Oh, man. It's so good. Then yeah, we get it from just... that Bahama Bucks. Oh, that ice is <sighs> amazing. We took the kids to an OU baseball game um, mm -hmm. last weekend. Uh, boomer sooner <laughs> and um they actually like we walked up and you know because we had brought some snacks for the kids we packed a cooler mama had some beers we brought some water you know uh we were just enjoying a day watching baseball and we walked up and there like was a stack of pizzas and some like there was these guys that were saying just grab a box or free pizza, free pizza. I was like, what? Just grab a box. I saw somebody come up there and take a whole box. I was like, all right. So this isn't just take some slices. This was, you know, oh, you take a box and box. sit down with it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right. Well, I was like, we got to find a place to sit, but you know, we'll, uh, we'll be back. <laughs> Kids were already complaining about being hungry and apparently the snacks we brought, we're not going to do it. So uh, I go back and grab, grab a cheese pizza, come back and sit down. And of course, like as soon as we, you know, get settled, they, the kids spot the snow cone truck. Ooh. And so I was like, well, I'll eat some pizza and then we'll get some snow cone. So they did that. I'm just, I can't, I, I don't really get into the snow cone as much um, unless I'm weird. Uh, when I do a snow cone, I like pickle juice. Um, Interesting. Snow cones I to me. Tried it. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. But um, it's like the snow cones. I think just are too um, sweet. Like can be too like sweet for me. I think, which is Sign funny because I have a bit of a sweet tooth. But <laughs> yes. So, anyways. I think it's just, I don't know if it's like that syrupy sweet. I mean, I don't really. Oh, the fake flavoring. Yeah, it's probably mm -hmm. the artificial stuff that you don't like because there are some things where I feel the same way, like uh, certain flavors, mm -hmm. like uh, even though I think Bahama Bucks is like pretty good, their tiger's blood is horrible. You have to go to a different ah. snow cone place if you want good tiger's blood. Um, gotcha. All the other flavors I've tried from Bahama Bucks is they're really good. But like the kids really like lime. And I think if mm. I were a kid again, I would like it, but it's a little too artificial for me. 
Mm. So I think I know yeah. what you're talking about. It's almost like a, like certain like store bought cupcakes. Yeah. Oh, with the icing. I hate the icing. And it's yeah, that the icing is it's the the food coloring, whatever dye they yeah. use for coloring the icing. It's like I can freaking taste this. It's gross. Right. Yes. Uh, it's that oh, I know it. Artificial type stuff. I think that's probably what's going on with you in snow cones. Maybe because I love the ice and whenever they just do pickle juice, I'm like, sign me up. I love the shaved ice and I love the pickle juice, but yeah, it's some of those other flavors. I just, I'll take a couple of bites and I'm like, ugh, I can't. (laughs) Margarita, pina colada, half and half, can't go wrong. (laughs) Good to know. I recommend that one. Yeah. But anyways, 